All right. This is this is the sad notes that I have. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you know, I put these names here, and I really don't even know who's who. <laughs> like, I mean, Kenshin is obviously the. I need to put on. Kaoru Megumi is the opium girl. I know that. The opium girl, yeah. <laughs> Kaoru is, is the, the girl. Is it a girl? It's a, it's gonna be technically his wife. Yeah. But... Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Screw you for saying that. Wow. <laughs> Possibly, though. <laughs> Possibly, no. <laughs> My little His self- love interest. Stop. <laughs> His love interest. podcast that is all about trying to show you the beautiful world of live action disasters <laughs> the things that you look forward to most in life yep um so what do you think uh, about the movie we've watched what three so far three now three now is it three yeah yeah but well, we did kids on a slope first then we did Bakuman. but Bakuman was the most recent one right yeah and then the one oh, we did four then including this one including this one we did uh usagi drop in usagi drop all three mine. <laughs> huh? <laughs> like three of mine and just one of yours. Was it? Oh no, Kids on Slope was yours. Kids on Slope was yeah, mine. Uh, it's two, two. Two, two, oh, two, yeah. two. Um, you know, we had a rough start in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it's just getting more rough and rough. <laughs> That's not true. We've seen the light. Yeah. Buckman was, was, um, that wasn't bad. The Saga Drop wasn't bad either. Yeah. Saga Drop was your favorite so far. Yeah, that yeah, was my saying. favorite so far. Saga Drop was the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> and um, I will say my first impression for... Uh, so we watch Rioni Kenshin. Yeah. And I do like it. I do like it. Yeah. We're, we're going up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, right? <laughs> it was pretty Considering good. Considering it's an adaptation of a manga. Yeah. And like a a bold one. Yeah. yeah, too. yeah. Honestly, this is... I watched this. I was like, "Hmm, this is this would be like a, like in hindsight, this would have been a fall pitfall. Like this, this really shouldn't have been good." Yeah, right. Because there's it, so many things that could go wrong. Yeah. By doing uh, it's this, too many like fantasy-ish yeah, elements. Yeah. Like you know, just historic and then like samurai and just so many things that are too, I guess, uh, creative like, maybe. I, but there are little um, moments where it's kind of like a. Uh, like kind of like a Goku moment, right? Thing, right. You know, yeah. Can, I was like, go too over the top, <laughs> and it kind of did go there. Like I was like, oh my god, it's a finishing move. Get the yeah, fuck yeah. out of here. Exactly. <laughs> and and li- literally, one of the quotes is like, "Oh, now you're getting serious." <laughs> I was like, "Wow." Exactly. <laughs> but it it played to like it, it was worked. okay. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. <laughs> but it kind of worked. That's the crazy part. About. I think it was like. I think it, it, what I'm noticing, and the kind of the same when we talked about with Usagi Drop, was like the investment. Like, if the movie can sell you on what it is, yeah, just like leading up to, then the entire movie is just, it's fine. It's good. You enjoy it. It's still believable within the world. Right, right.
know, just historic and then like samurai and just so many things that are too, I guess, uh, creative. Like, like, and there are little um, moments where it's kind of like a, uh, like, kind of like a Goku moment <laughs> kind of things, you know, where it could, it could kind of go too over the top. <laughs> And it kind of did go. There. It did. It did a little bit. Oh my god! It's a finishing move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and literally, one of the quotes is like, "Oh, now you're gonna." <laughs> wow. Exactly. But it it played to like. But it kind of worked. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But it kind of worked. That's the crazy part about it. I think it was like, I think it, it what I'm noticing, and they're kind of the same when we talked about with Usagi's drop, was, like, the investment. Like, if the movie can sell you on what Those is, moments, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, like, leading up to, then the entire movie is just... It's fine. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it, it's still believable within the world right, that they've right. created. And, like, the they're playing this kind of tightrope kind mm. of thing where it's, like, kind of going back and forth. There's yeah. kind of, like, is it fantasy or is it not? Is it right, kind of more right. grounded? And they're kind of playing the... Yeah. Playing that game. This and movie, I think it does pretty well. This movie definitely was like on that tightrope the entire time yeah. too. There were so many moments I was like, in my head, I'm like, the pro is like, oh, I love how it's so grounded and like the action is great and such so forth. But then the other side of my brain was like, oh, but there's like wire tricks and like he definitely floated and yeah. he's like, there's and, finishing and, moves and, like, there's, and there's like, like, it takes one dude like five like cuts to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, where are the cuts? <laughs> yeah. And then there's like goofy, it's just, Little it's goofy a weird, moments. Yeah, yeah, it just, it really walks this tight rope, but at the end of the, like, as long as it didn't, like, it never fell to the bad side, though. Yeah. So that's what it really mattered. It wasn't so, like, to one side that you felt like, oh, like, it, it broke that immersion, kind mm-hmm. of. It, it did a pretty good balance of it. So props, 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 props. Um, so effects that nobody cares about here. Um, this movie was came out in 2012 based on a manga of the same name and it also got an anime adaption um the manga came out in 1994 such an odd year like i think between 90 like just the 90s is a weird decade 90s <laughs> the 90s were the golden decade the golden, probably like it's 1999 there were so many good things I, th- I feel like that came out in the 90s there was a lot of great things that yeah. came out hello yeah <laughs> So 94 to 1999, that's a long time that that manga ran. It did. Um, And I got, the the anime came out like in between that, like 96 through 98 Mm -hmm. it aired. Um, The anime has like an alternative name called Samurai X, which sounds a little more familiar to me. I think Uh, that was like the more, like the English kind of name for it. That's all I really have. Um, (laughs) I don't have the director's name, but he did, have you seen any of his filmography? I mean, I watched all of his well, Kenshin stuff. Not, <laughs> I, I I don't know what what else did he do. Um, he did a couple that I didn't even know. Um, but the one that I did see was March Comes in Like a Lion. Nope. Really good movie. Yeah. Actually, yeah, really good. Um, and that's also like a trilogy. Oh. But there's only two movies out, and he did both. Nice. Um, so we're still waiting on the the third. I'm still waiting on the third movie. Gosh darn it. Interesting. Um, so yeah, and it was funny. I seen it and I'm like, this, like when I saw March comes in like a lion, I was kind of like, oh, okay. This movie does seem like up his alley. Oh, cause okay. it kind of plays to like, it's just sort of the same tone oh, yeah? a bit. It's a completely different, like movie, different yeah. like world. Like it's not action at all, but it plays to like this 
really good kind of adaption. And also, like, this movie feels a bit like it could be a series. Mm-hmm. The same way that March Comes in Line feels like the same I thing see, as well. Like, it feels like a series, but the movie feels great as a standalone as well. Mm-hmm. This weird dynamic that you can do. Um, but, yeah, so tell us why you picked it. And what is this movie kind of about, Lee? Um, well, I picked it because I thought it would be... From what I've seen of adaptations, I felt like it was a pretty decent one where it like we said it kind of plays along that line and and it does a pretty good job of it and it stays pretty fairly true to the adaptation at least in the sense of the spirit of it and i think i think it gets better um the second one Hmm. yeah and and it yeah it's it's a good adaptation i feel like that's why i picked it um, also, I love this series. Um, it's very nostalgic for me. So gotcha. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And, well, the story um, is about this guy. I mean, we kind of touched upon it before, but um, basically it's a story about this wandering samurai who um, goes from place to place and he just kind of uh, lives his life. But he has a, a uh, past where he was called this uh, Batosai, which means mm. like... It's like Hitokiri Batosai. Yeah. yeah. And and it's like the title for the for the guy who's like just this crazy, like strong, like samurai killer back in the day. They're like they were like titles there were titles given to basically elite assassins yeah. back in um that era yeah. that they were in. And so he was one of them. And and he uh he's actually pretty fairly young. He mm. he was like when he was a uh, Batosa, he was like 16 or something like that. Yeah. He was very young. And so uh, he fought um, because he wanted to uh, have meaning in his life to um, bring about something with his um, abilities, right? His ability mm-hmm. to fight. And so he wanted to bring peace to uh, the uh, country. And so he fought for um, what he believed in. And then and then he basically, he ushered in a new era of, of peace. Right in into in in the country and once he fulfilled that uh that duty i guess he had he decided to never kill again because he felt uh this big trauma um there's this is one specific moment where he really feel, felt that yeah. and because of that he decides never to kill again and then when the um era of peace quote-unquote peace comes he mm-hmm. decides to not um, kill anyone, and he has this sword, which is called a uh, sakabato, I think. Yeah, like sakabato, I think. Yeah, right. which is called. It's a backblade, which means the the uh, sharp edge is on the backside mm. instead of the front side. And I don't know why. It's kind of a dumb sword to be. If you really think about it, why not just get dull both sides dull sword? But because it's like what's really weird is that it, it's not even like a stupidly looked flip sword. It's yeah. the same crafted katana just the blade is on the other manu- side it's literally like forged Reverse. backwards yeah <laughs> which i mean it's symbolic i guess of right, his, right. his will to determination to not kill and so you know every time he use, decides to fight the uh, edge is on his side so he's kind of like you know mm. he's being you know making sure that he doesn't <laughs> i get hurt right yeah the blades, you know, facing towards him. So it's a level of uh, discretion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, um, it's a story about after 
um, that incident after his past and him trying to cope and um, redeem himself as a human being who has, you know, murdered and killed many people, but trying to, uh, you know, find humanity again. Uh, it's funny because, like, I, this movie, I guess, it doesn't really, I guess, sort of lead you in that direction. So, like, we follow him, but it's not, like, a journey f- of him, per yeah. se, because we we know about when we were introduced to him in the past and then we're rushed into the Meiji age. Yeah. Um, basically, we're, like, it's pretty much, like, the decline of samurai. Mm-hmm. And so we follow him as uh, the Ruroni, which is a wandering samurai, essentially. Yeah. And sort of he gets introduced to like Tokyo and then the girl um Kaoru, Kaoru uh, who's like the daughter of this uh dojo and her father yeah. and like their philosophy is like what like this way of the sword like brings life to Inver- men yeah invigorating life <laughs> sword that in, you right. know, brings life which is like kind of eye popping out to yeah. uh god damn it <laughs> Kenshin yeah a little bit like the complete opposite of kind of right right and it's sort of like his goal for like his journey too yeah, as well you that's know? his ideal desire right mm-hmm. and um so like these are things that we follow and figure out as he's going on throughout the journey mm-hmm. and we find out more about his character as the story continues and the you know the, the um the complications kind of start to rise and yeah. the, the characters start questioning themselves um into that nature like when um uh megumi is introduced and she's like lives in like she seeks aid from um kaoru yeah and then the village is poisoned Mm -hmm. and once they are like saved and she's like you know then we figure out who megumi's actually passes right because like her family was like she's like from a family of healers and like of medicine and everybody was pretty much killed in war and she's the last of her family name essentially and like in that moment they kind of question each other like I know that you're Batosa, you know, and like, why are you along this journey of like, you know, you can't go back, you're a murderer. Uh Um, And sort of they have this complication. But this is like things that we kind of built upon throughout of it. Yeah. And so I'm really interested to see like in future movies, like maybe does it get more personal, like connected with him and Mm -hmm. sort of like we see more of his journey as well. Because it's like, I mean, this movie did pretty good character, really good character development. But it wasn't like character focused per se. Yeah. It, was, it did a great like introduction it, to these it things. It goes uh, back and forth a lot. I mm. feel like like different places it jumps around kind of a, a right. lot more. Which the manga is a little more straightforward. I feel like, uh, which I think it makes sense just because it's more long form. Mm. But here, I think they're trying to like consolidate a lot of things and trying to like get yeah. all the best little <laughs> bits in as possible. Mm. Which is why it kind of came out this way but yeah because it's like it's pretty much all external forces that we find out more about kenshin himself right that i mean he's there and then uh coward is introduced and sort of every like the premise of the movie is that um somebody under her family's name like one of her like his father's students essentially is going around killing people uh under the name of batosai yeah so then they kind of suspect suspect Kenshin because yeah. he was a Batosai. And then everybody realizes, oh, he's actually a Batosai, but he's not a murderer anymore, uh, you know? Yeah. But like all from external forces, like even uh, the guy with the big sword, side, Yeah, Sanosuke. Uh, Sanosuke kind of like, you know, takes him on and is like, oh, you're a Batosai as well. Yeah. And even like down to the, the last villain, 
is his journey is just to get him because he knows his true identity. Yeah. So it's like we find out everything about him from everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of creates the conflict. Right. Because there, there's like a air of mystery, I guess, in the beginning yeah. of who he is. Just because um, I think it, it's like kind of like that thing where he's like a super powerful guy. Right, right. He doesn't want to like show Flash. that. <laughs> and he kind of wants to live this kind of more normal life. Mm. And so he's doing all these things he can to try to live a more normal life. But then all these things, you know, situation conflicts around him Mm -hmm. kind of force him, force his hand into, you know, shining in a certain kind of way. Right. Whether that's good for good or for bad. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the story is trying to get at where, like, is he going to go back to killing or is he going to, you know, stay the path and continue on his journey? Moral dilemmas. Of, of redemption, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think he's going to kill him. And she's like, no way. <laughs> Don't do it. You've overcome the curse. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I have so many things to say about that guy. Oh, yeah. The, I don't have his name on here. The but killer? The killer. The, the zombie, basically. Oh, like, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not black magic. It's like an art of uh, whatever. Some something. sword art. People know something. <laughs> Or like you know, going into hearts men and like yeah. basically scaring them from the inside, and paralyzing them. And stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, so black magic. <laughs> He's like, it's not black magic, and I'm sitting here like that. That's definitely black magic. <laughs> and then there's a shot when like near the end when he's sitting in front of a giant fire and like these statues are being burned mm. and there's like candlelight all over him. Yeah, and he's like slamming the katana down. I was like, you're that's like a <laughs> black magic ritual, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> you can't tell me that's not black magic. Yeah. What is, uh, we can kind of go through the sort of nitpicks things first. So what is, what are some of the negative things that you, um, I, I personally, I, my least favorite stuff for it was like those stuff where mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it plays on more of the, uh, the fantastical aspects of, sure. of, um, the manga where I feel like this could have worked even without putting those things in. And I think if they, pushed it more that towards that more grounded feel mm. it would feel even more uh um not not necessarily realistic but um more um i think it'll be more re- re- relatable for people right. to kind of see um the struggles because it's it's a very um the base the themes in this uh, movie is is very similar to like war movies, right? Mm-hmm. Where where like you know, there's this guy who has trauma from his past, like fighting right. in a war or something, right? And he's trying to get over it, overcome those things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this um, is pretty much like that kind of premise if you really think about it. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I mean, because the manga kind of had these kind of um, aspects in it, it it's okay it's fine to put it in but i feel like if they just went even more grounded and kind of played um with those things it could have still done just as well yeah i agree i think um it could have definitely done away with some things i mean because for the most part there weren't i mean he was i guess he kind of was the main bad guy for the behind the scenes bad guy was the only really fantastical element yeah 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 and even then it was kind of out of place a little bit right right i mean not necessarily out of place but it was the an unnecessary 
put in, you know? Mm-hmm. I yeah, think like, that, like, if you swapped it with, say, like, a different kind of sword style, and that was there, too, yeah, as exactly. well. Yeah, so that, And that would have worked just fine. Yeah. But... Because, like, no one else really uses that kind of, like, a, those kinds of, like, special abilities. No. Like, Kenshin doesn't have anything like that. Like, the it, other swordsmen don't have that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of... They just have unique traits as characters and, yeah. like, sort of sword styles, per se, yeah. and, like, I guess you could say combat abilities, yeah. but no one has a fantastic. Literally, <laughs> where like you can like stop people's hearts or something like that, right? <laughs> and like black eyes and blue mm-hmm. pupils. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, it it could have been done without. I think it would have been a better selling point mm-hmm. as well. Um, like that was kind of a nitpick for me, and I think the biggest thing I didn't like was was really uh, Kanyu. Uh, the the bitch guy. Oh, Kanzi. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kan K A N R Y. That's a weird way. Kanbyu. The the guy who's rich and he's like the yeah. actual behind the scenes baddie dude. Right, right, right. So like the the front facing protagonist. Right, know? right, right. The business guy. Cause like down yeah. to like the music, like you, yeah, like every scene that he was, it just played like the villainy yeah. kind of uh, gimmicky. It's very tropey kind of yeah. like. And then in I'm the bad guy. Pretty much. Like, there's no substance to his character. Yeah. He's just there to, like... He's kind of, like... Because, you know, the movie sets in place of the Meiji era. And, yeah. you know, money rules the world. And it's more of a uh, kind of capitalist yeah. era. Yeah, he's a very than... stereotypical, archety- archetypical, like, bad guy. Right. Like, of, business like, rich man. businessman kind of dude. Yeah, that was a, that's a weak point. I, I could definitely agree. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, in that, and it's just like, uh, I don't, I'm not I, a fan. Yeah, like, I, I don't, what I don't like about a lot of the, like, uh, Roni Kenshin mm. movies is like a lot of the, the lackeys or like the supporting, like, bad guy roles right. are very, like, over the top and, like, they're kind of like, henchmen. Uh, yeah, like, that was like, yeah, like, I, like, iconic, like, I'm a henchman, I'm a bad guy kind of, kind of yeah. vibe. Where yeah, it definitely. I mean, like the structure of the story is very like. I always go back refer it to as like sort of a video game esque mm, storytelling. Yeah. Because you just have these multiple bosses that are the henchmen, yeah. and then like the characters have to go and face each like yeah. boss before getting to the final boss, and it it just does the same thing with this as well. Where exactly. You just have all these different sort of like mini bad guys who are still like really powerful per se. And they're, you know, they're quirky and unique and they have their yeah. own combat abilities. And it just goes through that story and yeah. like enter into like the mansion of like the bad guy's lair. <laughs> and, and then, then... <laughs> you go up the levels and you're like up the stairs and like bad guy number one, bad guy number two. And then you think you beat the final boss and then, yeah, there's yeah. a real final boss. Yeah. Here's my true intentions. And yeah. it's like, okay. I think I, I maybe that I've seen it so many times. I was like, fine. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I gave it a pass just because um of the manga like mm. just because like when you watch when you read the manga like you know it in the mangas they're like you can tell they're bad people right yeah. <laughs> like just because of their characterization right yeah a lot of times when when you know they draw like you know mm. different characters like they want them to have a distinct kind of feature and that kind of you know pop makes them pop out mm-hmm. and i think they just kind of wanted to do the same thing in, in this movie as well where like you know have these iconic traits of certain like characters and yeah. like add that as a way of like tell like you can like notice right away who they are kind of thing yeah which 
It's kind of like a a double sided sword. I feel like because like it could work if if it's characteristic that kind of really um, is kind of more grounded. I feel like mm-hmm. within this world, but if it's too kind of like um, manga like, mm-hmm. then it kind of breaks that immersion. Yeah, the grounded immersion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were literally just kind of like the evil Sinister Six. Yeah, like. And they, they're there. Like, there's no backstory for them like at that all. Like, weird dude they're, with the mask. Yeah, and, yeah, Like, you know. I think what's funny is, like, there's no <clears throat> context for them. Yeah. Like, whatsoever. And then the blonde guy that co- comes out, like, he fights that yeah, yeah. at the end, too. The guy, he's, the, like, the mask guy. Yeah, 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 Like, none of those characters have context. Like, they're yeah. just, they, they literally show up as henchmen for yeah. the business guy. Right. And then, but they all, like, the only kind of, like, um, backstory they give him is, like, Oh, these were like samurais who like right, were right. in the past, but then like they they needed you know place to survive, like place to live and like eat, and and they they can't like live on their own, like survive on their own. So like mm-hmm. he's paying them to <laughs> do his work, his his bidding, yeah, the may bidding. Which I mean, I don't know. I think I gave it a pass for this movie as well. I don't know. It didn't really bother me too much. Yeah, it wasn't in that yeah. way, but but I guess it's also because that it again walks on that kind of grounded line where none of them have fantastic elements they just yeah. have they're just quirky they're just quirky yeah <laughs> you know one guy wears a long hair mask one guy's like a priest kind of dude like yeah weird, like the like hand hand. A priest like <laughs> but like uh, he, he doesn't even like share no. the qualities that he wears no. you know like we know nothing about that yeah. guy for sure yeah and then I, I think like my first impression of the mask guy was i don't know like i thought he was going to be the more fantastical element oh, or like maybe yeah, yeah, like yeah poison or like you know something uh-huh. like to that effect uh-huh. but no he just is just he's like just he's basically dude. an assassin too yeah. essentially yep. yeah i don't know i when i first watched when i like my watching it at first because they're introduced very early yeah. i was like is that like shredder from <laughs> teenage Mutant ninja turtles and then it's like is that raiden from mortal kombat uh, <laughs> right what am i watching but yeah i mean i think it's it was only the villains that is sort of the downfall ish is the is weaker yeah. elements of this film. The ne- like the sequel to this film, I feel like they have better villains mm. because I think like there, I mean, there's like an arc, right? Like you know, in manga is like different arcs. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, the next sequel goes into um, more detail about this villain, and he has more uh, backstory. So I think it incorporates better. Um, within the story this gotcha. one i felt like was very weak in that sense yeah where the villains were not as strong and i think they were just kind of riding on the fact that like we could just you know introduce kenjin and like kind of use that as the main foundation of what this story is going to be so yeah i mean it, it i think it did serve as a really great introduction movie mm-hmm. it, really thinking about it because again like all the conflicts are external from kenshin yeah like we we learn about him through the context of others and the bad guys like them really both main bad guys um draw like their motivation there you go is kenshin yeah like the business guy wants to hire him kenshin's like nah no <laughs> and then and then then they find out that Megumi is actually working for him and they want him back. And then he's like, I don't know why they're doing this. And they're yeah. like, that's the same right way. And then, and then the other guy, the, the fake, but yeah, the, 
the black magic guy, <laughs> black magic man. You know, he, he's like trying to find the real Batosai and I guess just have a worthy duel with him yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, there's a lot of weird ones like that where like their sole motivation is just to fight him. Yeah. And so to test his worth or something, you know. <laughs> so like it, just going through that, like it, it serves as a good introduction film because yeah. all these elements are surrounded by Kenshin himself. Yeah. It's cool because, you know, every reveal is kind of motivated by action, yeah. right? Like the first time he meets Kaoru. Right? You don't find out. Well, she doesn't find out who he really is yeah. just by talking, but more of like how he, you know, acts and like how he reacts to certain situations. Mm. Like when he saves her from the first time he meets the fake one, fake Batosai, mm. he, you know, is like fast and he's able to like, you know, yeah. m- like maneuver the situation <laughs> in such a way. And I, I like, you know, there's a, a lot of times they're like, there's like these tropes where like, if there's a really strong guy, mm-hmm. he, he always acts like he's not like kind of goofy or like kind of off. Yeah. And like he kind of like hides his like strength in, in this like um, veil of foolishness. Right. And I think, you know, Kenshin does that, too, where like Pretty he much. seems very <laughs> he seems very like unassuming. Right. Mm-hmm. But then like there's also another layer where he's very like a killer. I think I think the actor did a pretty good job of like re- showing those two different sides of uh, mm-hmm. Kenjin. Yeah, that is definitely a tropey character, and he does follow that. Yeah, um, he does walk a good line because it's like it doesn't really. He's not over the top goofy. Yeah, to where it you can kind of really see a two face aspect. Yeah, but more of just how he acts like in a normal day or in like just open society. He's just, just kind of heart, yeah. you know, and he's kind of clumsy in that way of yeah. being foolish um but then when it comes to like you know the things that people try to get at him or you know the more serious moments then th- there's a smooth transition into those it things it doesn't feel like forced but mm. it actually feels like he yeah. is that kind of person right yep and he just you know he'll he's serious about what you know his actions and his beliefs and yeah. that kind of like his demeanor changes when yeah. it comes to those things which I think, yeah, like a good example, I think, of that is when um, he goes into a dojo and once like, um, I think it's the very first time he goes into a dojo and like she explains about her um, dojo and like what it means. Like, you know, it, you know, their philosophy is about sword that's like, you know, lets, that saves like, mm-hmm. you know, or a sword that brings life. And he kind of like talks back and says like, oh, like that's a good dream to have like that's a great ideal to have but you know the sword is for meant to kill and then like he has this very kind of realistic idea of what the world is and like what it means to like carry a sword but he also has this hope and dream of like wanting uh you know this ideal you know yeah to work to work (laughs) and i think yeah i think the most interesting part about the film is how is he able to or figuring out or, you know, as you're watching it, like watching how he progresses in balancing those two things in his own life. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like a, a reoccurring motif in a movie is when they say, you know, samurai is live by the sword and die by the sword. Yeah. And so that's like a constant thing that always comes up throughout the movie. And that's something that like all the characters tell him because he's like walking this life of um what the hell is that sword called sakabato sakabato um and so and everybody's kind of like 
pulling don't at be him. Foolish. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't be dumb. Like that's not gonna right, work, right. and that's not how you know real life is. Mm. And so like he's trying to live the ideal, right? And yeah. all these people are telling him like that's not how it works. Like that's not real world. Mm. Everybody's like basically like you're useless now. Yeah. And then there, everybody wants him to do something right. for another great cause, essentially. Yeah. Like even um, so, the general ha- dude. Yeah, Hajima. Yeah. You know, he he recognizes him from whenever, and he's in the police, and he they try to recruit him yeah. back into the military, yeah. and he kind of like proves his point of like, well, you're just gonna end up hurting yourself. Yeah. Uh, in that fight, in and it's like, yeah. yeah, and sort of his saying is like, you're not gonna accomplish anything with Sakaboto. Yeah. And then like the later scenes after when. Uh, the fake Batosai goes Kills, and murders like all yeah, the cops. Yeah. And he's like, well, even as a Sakaboto could have saved, like could have helped something. Yeah, if you had if you had like killed him before that. Right, right, right. These officers wouldn't have died. So mm. he's kind of making that point where like, like Be useful. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're not really helping anyone by, you know. Yeah. Kind of walking this journey. Yeah. Um and so you know and then all the bad guys are just kind of drawing him out as like like you were made to be a killer. So yeah. then, you know. And like, so like he, <laughs> become that killer once again. Exactly. So it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it, you, it does walk a good line. I the manga did a good job of like kind of bringing out those philosophical elements. Mm. So like it was, I think it's easy to kind of utilize that in an interesting way and to bring those topics back up again in a movie. Mm. So it had a good base to start with <laughs> to have these interesting topics to come up and like talk about. So. Five more movies to go. <laughs> Gotta keep it up. If, if the Don't two drop comes the out ball. in the summer. I know. If <clears throat> big if. Um I found myself uh watching this movie. Like I thought it was I think it's really I thought it was really good. And I wasn't but I wasn't sort of constantly like over the top about it or like yeah. thought it was like sort of perfect. But I kind of really enjoyed it but i did find myself in these moments and there were scenes where i felt really really drawn in to the film in yeah okay that was like it really grabbed my attention Uh um and though i think like those moments are really what i think i like it it. yeah Yeah. like the the flashback scene where um what happens for the flashback i think oh yeah when all the police officers get killed in that scene and then like i guess one of the wives from the officers comes and like and then the flashback yeah the parallel of yeah, where we see like how he got a scar and he he mur- he assassinates the people and then yeah. like the guy refuses to die. You know, it's like everything about that scene. Like it's it's funny because like it's a bit tropey and like ooh the alleyway assassination scene, but the way that it was done and like the music and like everything that just came together for it. I really watched it with like open eyes. It's yeah. like this looks really fucking good. That <laughs> like, is like the iconic um, moment of, mm. of the the whole. Um, series two really no because there's like an actual there's an over of of the right um of the manga of the anime mm-hmm. and it's, it's actually called samurai x and um um that one really kind of goes into depth about his past and how he got the scars and so that moment is actually like the moment where he realizes yeah. like i can't just be killing mm-hmm. anymore yeah, yeah and he you know that's when he makes a decision like well, actually, that's not the first, that's not the moment, but that's the catalyst right, of, right. of the moment when he decides to, uh, you know. Give up the blade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could spoil the other part. Hey, man, I'm going gonna, gonna to go watch the other movie, <laughs> so back off. So, like, you know how he, he gets one scar, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's another moment where he gets the other scar. Yeah, and he, he says it. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know if he's lying or not, but he's like, 
the other one was basically from the wife that was yeah, supposed yeah, to marry yeah. that guy. Yeah, but they don't show it, right? But they don't, they show, don't it. show that. Moment, they just right? say it. Yeah. And I actually missed it the first run through, and then uh, when I was going back and skimming through it, I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Because so I was like, wondering for the longest. I was like, so, so like, appara- so basically, what happens is you know they fall in love, the uh, wife and the um, in and, the and yeah, Kenshin. and so what? Yeah. Stop talking! <laughs> Stop. Spoilers! Oh my god! This is a spoiler where do pull. I, where do I, no! <laughs> this is a spoiler for just the movie. The movie that we're watching. This is the movie. There's sequels. You're, you no. said the wife gives you the scar. That's that's what she said, but I didn't know that. I'm gonna erase this from my memory now. I didn't know that they were married. No, no, no! Stop! Just stop! <laughs> Anyways, don't anyway me. She was never married. She was about to get married. Yeah, but <laughs> so what? <laughs> Next subject. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So it's it's a very kind of tragic kind of story where like. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> um, like that, and then the same goes for um the combat scenes as well yeah. the fight scenes it's really well choreographed so well choreographed yeah. and like it really it just really brings out the most of like the tone of the movie and then just sort of the intensity like, and the speed yeah because the... it's like you know it's a historical movie but it's not like a bio i mean it's not like it's like a true historic movie yeah. like it's not a documentary it plays it has these fantastic elements yeah. and it's very fiction and when it is yeah and i think that like the action scenes help sell that yeah because yeah. it's like it feels grounded but it's just but there's just enough and like excitement and flashiness yeah. to make it feel like it's a little more than that right right it's really bring out like that excitement and yeah. then you're like okay this is like 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 you can Hollywood you can kind of imagine of. oh this guy is like really strong mm-hmm. kind of like it's like, I think John Wick is m- more grounded than this. Yeah. A hundred percent. But if it's like, if John Wick took... It was a samurai movie back in the day. Well, like, if, if if John Wick took a little bit of more of a risk, like, that's cute. Um, that's this movie. Mm. That's Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah. And like, because it's funny that I was watching a video of, um you know, like CGI reacts and things from like yeah, Corridor yeah, yeah. Crew. Um, like their last stunt video mm-hmm. they're kind of talking about like kung fu movies and mm. um sort of like the differences like sort of uh you know jackie chan's kind of goofiness yeah. and then like um ang lee with like sort of bringing back the wire work of, of mm-hmm. like it of um of these choreographs and kung fu films and like this movie mixes both like a groundedness and yeah. like just enough like wire small work, yeah. like yeah wire work to like kind of sell the fantastic elements mm-hmm. and then i think like just that kind of resonate resonated with me. I was like, oh, it works when it's there, and yeah. it's like they use they're so careful about like what they do. Yeah, you could, you could tell that there's like there was love into like making those fights. Yeah, because scenes. there's actual like moments where it it really works in from a technical standpoint. Where yeah. like how he's using the sword or like mm. how he's like like trips the guy before he like you know yeah. cuts him or like and there's these little like you know moments where. It's very grounded, and then there's moments like you said where, like, <laughs> for example, like his last like you know fight scene with the dude where he like he goes flies <laughs> across the hole like <laughs> like fifty feet in the air and just like goes through. Yeah, and those kind of moments where you it's obviously doesn't make sense, but it's it looks grounded enough, mm. and it's and you still you by that point. You've already, you know, digested all the smaller moments where they used kind of that that right, effect. Right. 
that you can oh it's it's like you know that climactic moment where mm-hmm. you can kind of accept it for what it is yeah and be okay with it i think like for me i, I heard this from somewhere but um and it really resonated with me like to do a perfect fight scene to choreograph a perfect fight scene is you have to like it has to reveal something about the character and or like it has to tell a story yeah, in the fight yeah, in itself yeah and this movie does that in like really every well. fight scene yeah. and that's why they're just so great yeah. like and everything is kind of follows a sort of arc in the fight scene so even though it's like fantastic moments and over the top doesn't feel crazy or like sprung on because those are things that kind of like lead up in the fight scene yeah. like sure like yeah sure they they when he fights the mask guy who's like turns out to be the blonde with mm. the the knife yeah. the, like the assassin he's like oh now you're getting serious and then like then he whoops his ass and like <laughs> the next like 30 seconds yeah. but it's like you but it led up to that like mm. with that quote yeah. and even to like the final boss fight and he's like oh that's the stance of like whatever both was like and yeah. then like he whips like his, his super yeah, super like, secret <laughs> skill <laughs> but it, like it follows this this sort of you know path and this but, arc yeah, like that, that arc yeah that kind of sells it and makes it a little more yeah. swallowable. And like, you know, the very first like scene, mm. you know, when, when the film starts, you get a really good idea of just how skilled he is. Right. Yeah. And then, and then it goes into the, the you know, present mm. and then you already have this understanding of who, like what he's capable of. Yeah, yeah. And like that juxtaposition of like his like innocent looking like self and like yeah. <laughs> his killer self. And like, that's already like there from the very beginning. Yeah. And so I think that carries through for every scene, you know, mm. and really works very well. Yeah. And so like, like the entire movie is kind of like how far, or is he going to stretch like the limits of, you know, not taking someone's life right. and like how in violent he'll get mm-hmm. with his combat. Right. And so like it cranks it up with like every sort of fight scene. And yeah. as the movie goes on, you know, it gets more and more intense and yeah. sort of like pulls on that leg a lot more. Yeah. So it's really smooth. And it's like, I mean, even down to just the little things of the choreography and like the pacing is super fantastic mm-hmm. and like just sort of those high speed shutter kind of moments and yeah. all those things. Like I love, I, I probably rewinded the shot where they first, they're fighting like all the old samurai when they barge into the mansion uh. and then like he flips his sword backwards and then like does like a speed run, like on the floor and he's like running sideways on the oh, ground on the side of side wall kind of thing. Yeah. Well, he's like on the floor and he's kind of like, Oh, on the floor, on the floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he like, and, like trips, kicks people, kicks the guy on the, on the ground. <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah. it just looks so fucking cool. <laughs> like, right. It's just like those things, like the whole movie kind of, you go back and watch it and you're like, man, how did they do this in a technical aspect mm-hmm. as well? Cause it just works so well. Yeah. And, the action's really, it's enjoyable to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, my only critique is I would want them to use more wide shots in these mm. things. I think, like, wide shots are the beauty of, like, fight aspects because... Yeah. You can see everything. Exactly. Because then you definitely know where it's, like, this isn't editing magic. This is, like, this is something that was done thoroughly. And I think the film does a good balance of um, placing shots and, like, what shots they want and then being wide where it needs to be or wide enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not relying on, like a million cuts in a minute, yeah. you know, to like hide the actions in that way. But I think I would want a little more from them and like in these wide shots, cause I can see like the capability of what it is. So, yeah. but yeah, it's my only critique on that. But the, but the pacing of it too, I think with the editing, I think mm-hmm. kind of helps yeah. that momentum of like the speed. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, I mean, that's what you styles. expect from like samurais or like yeah. sword fighting is yeah. it to be fast and intense. Yeah. And so, 
the way that it's kind of speed ramped a little bit and mm-hmm. like all these things that add to that what you would expect from mm-hmm. a samurai movie yeah. so definitely it's more fun. of a like a fantastical samurai movie yeah, yeah it's a fun movie like 100 percent. it's it's one of the f- most fun movies i've seen mm-hmm. most fun japanese films um anything you kind of want to add anything that really pops out for you um well i mean uh we kind of touched upon it too mm-hmm. but like the flashback sequences i feel like are my favorite scenes right i think you kind of mentioned that too but mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really, um, those are the moments I feel like it, when they really kind of dive into the characters more, yeah. his character more, mm. and and to really kind of understand, like, who he is and why he is the way he is. Right. Yeah. I think it's, like, the greediness of it as well. So, like, his past is, you know, he comes from a violent background as, as a murderer and very skilled mm. top level. And so, like, naturally, we, we're going to see these grittier and heavier moments. And then just watching that and, like, all the elements to add to it tonally really is satisfying, yeah. like, as a personal level. I think what really added was the composite, like, the score of it. Mm. Like, the song that it the plays song, yeah. to that, it's like, I was like, oh, it's so amazing. Yeah. And then it plays to the last fight scene. Yeah. And I kind of have that same feeling. And so I really realized that the score has so much more to do with it as well. Yeah. So we really, like, everything in production aspect works well with this yeah with this like movie. they really did a good job of kind of like yeah bringing it to life like live action it's like i'm really like in awe and like uh, baffled by how well this is made like, like as you know like samurai in- movies can be enjoyed <laughs> like historic like samurai era movies can be good <laughs> like oh my god just <laughs> yeah, yeah. hope for you yet lee because like you know <laughs> you you uh Watch things like the Full Metal Alchemist live action, and you're like, "Wow, this was actually really good compared to that." Like, you know, I mean, because it's so different as well from. Or like, I guess the thing is, they can be fun. Like, they can be good and fun and yeah. enjoyable. Because, like, I mean, it's not to say that there isn't that. Like, all sort of Shogun era Japanese films are bad. Like, I mean, 13 Assassins is, like, you know, well-renowned, great film. And, like, you know, Kurosawa, obviously. Yeah. But those are more drama and more, like, cinematics, you know? And so they have their own lane. But I would have never, like, watching those films, I would never have categorized, like, that genre into, like, a fun category. And this movie really Because that's more, it, those kind of are a little too grounded in Mm. a certain sense where... It's not fun in the sense where it's just exciting to watch, yeah. where it's more like, wow, this is kind of scary in a certain sense, right? Yeah. Because it's so real where like, it kind of feels so real where like one, one cut and you're dead. You know what I mean, <laughs> that kind of feeling is so like yeah. instilled in those movies where it's, it's literally like life or death, like just, mm. you know, but then in this movie, it's a little bit more, um, Lacks in that sense, where right, it's kind right. of let it, it, it's more, uh, it's let let loose a little bit more mm. and allows you to kind of, um, it blurs that line of just like, yeah, when this person will die, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take, uh, depends on your it, will, it, it doesn't take too seriously the fact that like one cut will kill you, kind of thing, yeah, right? yeah, 
because it's it's aiming for something else, right? Mm. It's it's that's not the point of the film, right? It, the point of the film is is more about you know talking about like you know the the characters and the story and like mm. just kind of you know and black magic, <laughs> black magic. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in in you know like Thirteen Assassins or or things like that, it's literally just like how the story you know moves from point A to point B and like like. The fight is is about you know the the mm. theme is about life and death and like you know yeah I think it's surviving like, yeah the stakes are much higher with those movies mm. and like it, it, the stakes are more lax with uh, Rioni Kenshin you know, certain sense yeah because this is you know touching upon different kind of uh, themes I think right right so yeah I mean it's just really careful and it's really fun and it's a rare it's a rare thing <laughs> I, I have to say I'm glad you liked it good pick. Um, oh, so like the other criticism I had was, um, some, most of the slow motion scenes were like, I hate when movies do slow motion scenes as just slow frame rates. (laughs) Oh, give me an example of which scene. I think it did some in the very beginning, but it really did it when, so after the, the manga, the black magic man. He so he finds Kenshin and then he realizes that he's a the rebel Tosai mm. and then he goes on a killing spree with the policeman yeah and we get that like sort of slow motion effect oh. but it's just like it's, it's not like it is just slow it's just like choppy slow motion you know <laughs> yeah it's just bad frame rate slow motion <laughs> like that's not good slow motion effect like there's there doesn't even it just looks stupid uh-huh. it looks poor quality to me this movie did that a lot I, the, oh. had had little bits of it. But then it also had like high speed, like slow motion yeah. as well. And so I was like, pick one, <laughs> pick the good one. I don't know what effect you're going for here, but come on. It's just my nitpick. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah. So some closing thoughts. Um, I mean, would you recommend it? Yeah. I mean, I recommend it to you. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> I accept that. It. It I'm glad good, you liked it. It was a good pick. Yeah. yeah. I would. I would recommend this to anybody, actually. I think this is a very good movie to kind of start with as like a fun action yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, it's like a cool blockbuster movie to watch. Pretty much. Of. Distributed by Warner Bros. So like mm. they knew how to pick their project, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Warner Brothers. Um, but you think it was a good... Well, you don't know if it... You yeah, watch the manga. Yeah, yeah. You read the manga, so... I should actually read that question. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's... It's ideal, you know, the kind of um, the bar that we set mm-hmm. where, you know, like it, the spirit of the manga. Yeah. I think it has that spirit, but it's it doesn't follow everything to the T of the manga. Sure. But it still has that spirit, but it's able to do its own thing kind of in a certain sense. So I think, yeah, it's ideal um, adaptation. How would you say that for the rest of the sequels? <laughs> um... I mean, because, I mean, is it the manga really extensive? Yeah, it's pretty long. Okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they would definitely not be able to fit everything in one movie, which is why I think they're doing so many. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, the other other ones are pretty good, too. They, mm. yeah. I think I like the second one more than the first one, so. Gotcha. And you seen the third one as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere in, like, the outlier yeah, space? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I mean, like, once you get into it, yeah. and if you're kind of a fan of the series already, mm-hmm. then I think it's easier to digest. But I think if you were to watch it all, 
it might just feel a little, a little too draggy mm. for some people if gotcha, they're gotcha. not really invested in it yeah. from the beginning. But as a fan of it, you know, it's fun to watch. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, um, as a person that hasn't seen the original work, um, it it does a really good job as being a movie in itself. Yeah. And, like, I think I kind of see <coughs> the potential as a series, but I can all see as them being like, if this doesn't work out, this could just be a standalone film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Because it kind of works as its own film yeah. as well. Um, and so... I think the biggest hurdle that they have every single time they make another one of these films is... Mm-hmm. How do you differentiate it from the one before? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, action is very hard to kind of, like, you know, give a new twist to every single time. Mm. If the story really isn't there, the action will just kind of be... It gets repetitive, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It, no matter how flashy it is, like, at a certain point, it feels like the same things, you know. Yeah. But if the story kind of is able to be the vessel for the action, then... It'll be good, which I think the second one did pretty well. Um, and I mean, they have good base, the manga, as right, the right. manga. But yeah, those are, I guess, the worries that I would have for, you know, something like this. For the future, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think this is a good, again, like the same with, I would recommend it to anybody. I think if you wanted to kind of hop into this world of Asian films, yeah, then yeah, yeah. This, I think so. this is a really good start as well. It's very easy to get into and it's very fun to watch and you'd be like, oh, there's so much potential in this world. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, like you said, it kind of wraps itself in a nice little time. Yeah. Yeah. Bow. So, and it's not a lot of, like a lot of pressure. The characters are fun. I couldn't figure out. So like, um, Megumi, mm-hmm. I saw her and I was like, I know who she is. Like oh, as an actress. actress. And then I was like. But maybe I don't. <laughs> like, like I was so certain, like, I've seen her before. But then on the other side, I was like, her costume is just throwing me so off that maybe she's so Did completely... you look her up? I did. And it was Yu Aoi, which is, like, one of my favorite actresses, oh. Japanese actresses ever. <laughs> she, she's super well-known, too. She's phenomenal. I think I heard of her. She's a phenomenal actor. Um, so seeing her in this movie, too, is kind of shocking because she's uh-huh. very, like, sort of an independent maker. It's very, like... I guess one of those people that is really good at picking her projects and it's like very drama based and just a good like actor actor I guess you could say uh-huh. I kind of hate to say that but it's so like this role is different from what I've seen usually seen her in uh-huh. I think that also adds to why I was like I don't know maybe I do maybe uh-huh. I don't um, but yeah I mean don't go in it for the acting just go in it for this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that wraps up our our other two right so yeah. now, now we have the new two yeah. The new. The moment everybody's been waiting for. The duel. The duel. Some weird pancreas movie. <laughs> <laughs> so my last pick is I want to eat your pancreas. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Why? You will soon understand. <laughs> and yours is Death Note. Death Note. Another Why? huge, huge... Uh, Manga. Pick some ass movies, man. Okay. Yeah. So are we just, we're going to do the Japanese one because mm. the earliest one is came out in 2006. Yeah. So we'll do that one. Japanese one. Yeah. Which is just called Death Note. But there's so many movies. There's like a few. So for those out there, just 2006. 2006 Death Note. Um, Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So like, fuck this. <laughs> One, two, three, shoot. Man, you don't want. Okay, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> oh my like, god! No one, can, no one can see it, but he pulled out like a half scissor, half rock hand. It was like, <laughs> like he had a finger cramp and didn't know what to do. All right, one, two, three. No. <laughs> Should have just kept rock, man. One, two, three, go. On shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Okay, one. I win. One, two, three, shoot. God, I win. That's not what it is. I want a three out of five. All right, fine. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. I'll be on the back burner. See, I I, uh, got you off off balance. Lies. (laughs) And then then I won. Don't. Black magic alert. (laughs) Black magical <laughs> Your heart is weak. Yeah. I stopped your lungs. Your fear. So dumb. I use I use your fear against you. It's not black magic. It's a training. Oh, magic. it doesn't work against you. I know. I know. <laughs> Run. And then there's like so many of like the like the deep like Asian like whoa like yeah. there's so much of that in this movie. It's something that like I didn't even notice till rewatching it again. Uh, and like, look at like every other line. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's solid, guys. It's solid. So definitely next week. Thank you guys for watching. See yeah. you. Adios.